just go ahead and give God a, a praise right there. Somebody ought to just go ahead and just give God a praise. Just open up your mouth and tell God thank you. Some of you didn't even come to New Year's Eve worship, but since you're here now, you ought to just go ahead and say, God, I just want to say thank you. Not for just what you've already done, but what you're getting ready to do for me. This year, what you're getting ready to do for me going forward, what you're getting ready to do for my family, I thank you for covering with the blood. I thank you for blessing. I thank you for opening up doors. I thank you for prosperity. I thank you for healing. I thank you for deliverance. I thank you for breakthrough. Bless the name of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I feel his presence in here. I said I feel his presence in here. Deaconess is already preached, I tell you. I'm ready to open the doors of the church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look at somebody, just tell them, neighbor, I want you to know whatever you've been through, Whatever loss you've had, God restores. That might have been the wrong neighbor. Get another neighbor and just hold a hand for a moment if you can and just tell them, God restores. 
Say it like you mean it. Tell them God restores. God, God restores. God, God restores. See somebody, you, you, you're still looking at me because you, you got, you've lost so much. You, you've had so much pain. You, you wondering why I'm gonna say that to you today? I don't even know. That's not even a part of my message per se. But God just told me to tell somebody this, and it may be the person sitting on your row. So I need you just to close your eyes and thank Him for restoring you, restoring your joy. Restoring your peace, restoring your mind, restoring your presence in Him, restoring your favor. Thank you for restoring. Thank you. Glory, God, I bless your name. I don't, God, I thank you for restoring today. Thank you for restoring today. Don't worry about anybody else. Don't worry about anybody else. God restores. my soul with his healing hand bless your name God I'm a living testimony God restores. God restores. Okay. I, I'm go, I feel compelled to say a few words. I'm not going to preach long. I feel compelled that I've got to say something to someone in here. I just feel compelled I've got to say a word. But before I do, I just need somebody and then maybe the person in your seat that, that needs to be restored today, that you feel like, oh God, this is my moment. I don't want you to miss this moment. I don't want you to miss this moment. So I just need everyone in this church right now, if you can, to just pray for the person next to you. Just pray for them. Just pray for them. Pray for them. Just pray for them. Pray for everybody. Just pray for somebody. Just pray for somebody. Don't be afraid. It's okay. Pray for them. Just say a prayer. 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 You're going to figure this out in a minute. Say a prayer. Okay. All right. When you're finished praying for them, I want you to pray for at least one or two people that have hurt you. 
that have hurt you. If they hurt you last year, if they've hurt you in your past and you're still holding on to it, I want you to pray for them. Maybe they didn't intend to hurt you, but what they said hurt you. I want you to pray for them. Come on, pray for them. Come on, pray for them. Glory, 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 in the name of Jesus. Pray for them. Pray for them. I don't care if they've gone on to glory. I want you to pray that you be released from holding on to it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, I bless your name for this unusual worship experience. I thank you for what you're about to do in us even now. Thank you for the anointing that rests in this place. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name for what you're about to do and what you have done. I thank you right now that in this place you are restoring right now. You're renewing minds. You're making someone over again. You're doing something fresh in them. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over your people right now. I thank you right now that you're restoring. You're restoring our joy. You're restoring our peace. Oh, God, thank you, God. You're even renewing our relationship with you. God, I thank you right now. Thank you for what you're doing. Come on, reach out to God right now. Come on, in your seat, just lift your hands up and reach out to him. Just, God, I thank you for restoring me today. I thank you for restoring me. I'm in your presence. I, I thank you for restoring me right now. I bless your name. I bless your name. I bless your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel his presence. I know you feel his presence. I feel his presence. I feel his presence. I know, I know he's speaking. I know he's touching us. I know he's speaking. I know he is touching you right now. I know he is. I know he is. I, re I release you to experience the touch of God in this place. I release you now to experience God's presence in this place ah glory is complete i'm a living testimony god restore oh god 
God restore. God restore. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you're physically able, I'm going to ask that you stand on your feet for the word of God. I'm reading from Job chapter 42. Job 42. Job 42. When you get it, say amen. I'm going to read it from the message Bible. I just want to read the the last portion of this passage in verse, last portion of the first part of the passage in verses 10 through 11. Verses 10 through 11. Verses 10 through 11. Here's what it reads. After Job had interceded for his friends, God restored his fortune and then doubled it. I, I, let me just read that. That's all I want. That's all I want. After Job had interceded for his friends, God restored his fortune and then doubled it. Look at somebody say, neighbor, this is my year for double manifested favor. God's getting ready to double it. God's getting ready to double it. God's getting ready to double it. You may take your seat. <clears throat> With the few minutes I have before you, I, oh! I just, want one moment, just, it, it hit me again after I said it. I just need somebody to say double, 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 double. That's all I need. This, this may only apply to one person, but to that one person, can you look at them and just tell them, double for your trouble. I don't have but a few minutes, and I promise you I'm not going to be long. I promise you. In 21 minutes or less, I'm going to be sitting down, so stay with me for the moment. There's something about the text that blows my mind. Because when you read the text, what you're reading is 
Job's response to all that God has said to him. Verses 1 through 6, Job responds. For those of you that don't know the story of Job, Job was a man that has gone through much. He suffered great hardship and sorrow. And in the midst of going through, people came around him, three friends who were there. And in the beginning, they talked consoling words, but eventually they started talking about him. Because like with all folk, it's okay if you go through for a little while, but if you keep going through too long, they get tired of you. You can get sick for a couple days, but don't stay sick too long. You can be down for a little while, but don't stay down too long. You, can, you got 24 hours to be depressed. We got to go back to work tomorrow. Folk can't handle it when you stay down too long. And, and his three friends came up to him and they, they looked at him and they began to talk to him and they, they talked junk to him and talked about him. They, 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 was, they were there. The, the one commendable thing they have on their record is they showed up. And you got to give it to them for showing up. You got to give it to them for showing up. The only problem is there are some people that can show up and when they show up, you wish they stayed home. They, they showed up. They were there. And, and Job goes through, and the, the first 39 chapters or so, Job is struggling, talking to his friends and praying to God and laying in sackcloth and ashes and dealing back and forth with God. And, and Job has this, this near nervous breakdown where he says, oh, if I could but find him. I got some things I want to say to God. I'm, I'm angry with God about all I've been through. I've had too much loss. I've had too much pain. I've had too many heartaches. I got to talk to God. I can tell God a thing or two. And then God shows up. And when God shows up, Job is not ready for what God has to say. Because instead of God dealing with what Job was dealing with and talking to him about his issues and his problems and the things that he had been going through, instead of God dealing with that, God simply points out to Job that, Job, you ain't God. God says to Job, Job, where were you when I made the stars? Where were you when I put the earth in its place? Where were you? In other words, who are you to question me? And it becomes this, this, this difficult moment where God begins to show Job that where he stands and where God is are two different places and he should not be so presumptuous as to believe that he could either control God or contain God. Matter of fact, he doesn't even really understand God. I'm talking to somebody right here because sometimes you and I get to the place where we get aggravated with waiting. We get aggravated with God. We don't want to. We don't want to wait anymore. We want God to do it right quick, right now, quick, fast, and in a hurry, as one of my preacher brothers says all the time. And God doesn't always move quick, fast, and in a hurry. Sometimes God's timing is not my timing. And it's not easy waiting on God to do a thing. It's not easy believing God to do a thing. And if you pay close attention, when we get to the beginning of this chapter, the verse 1 through 6, 
what Job is doing in chapter 42 is Job begins a moment where he has clarity. And in this moment of clarity, Job has what I like to call an awakening moment. Everybody needs to have an awakening moment where you remember that your relationship is not just with people, it is with God and the God of the universe. And in the awakening moment, Job's clarity allows him to understand that he has never understood God and that it's okay not to understand God. Come on back to the text. I'm going to read it to you in the message. He says, he says, verse 1, I'm convinced that you can do anything and everything and that nothing and no one can upset your plans. You ask, who is the mud, this muddying the water, ignorantly confusing the issue, second-guessing my purposes? I admitted I was the one. Ooh, stop right there. I know I'm on somebody's street because sometimes we get to second-guess alley and we can't get off. Sometimes we get to running off with the jibs and saying things about God and about our relationship with God and we can't get right. Sometimes we need to go and realize that we have got to do something different than what we're doing right now. Sometimes we need to recognize that God has to work a new thing inside of us. And in that moment, he babbled on. He was babbling. I want to stop right there for just a moment. Every head bow with me for a moment. Let me just pray for my deacon. Y'all just pray for, pray for a moment. God, we thank you for coming with the blood. Thank you for coming with seeing and digging with the blood. Even now, God, we ask God your healing hand to touch him. The crown of his head, sole of his feet. We claim even now by his stripes, he is healed. The blood cover. The blood cover. The blood cover. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, if you agree, give God a praise right there. Job has an awakening. His awakening allows him to realize that God is God and that God is greater than he is. He says, he says Job, Job says that God spoke to him in such a way that he came back to this realization. I admitted I once lived by the rumors of you. Now I know firsthand. My eyes have seen. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'll never do it again. I promise I'll never again live on crusts of hearsay and crumbs of rumors. In other words, God, I, I know for myself that you're greater than any situation. Let, let me help somebody right here. The thing that you have to realize about Job, that you need to realize about your own self, is that our biggest problem is that our God is too small. That because you don't realize how great your God is, you end up putting God into the boxes of your humanity instead of allowing God to be the God of the universe. And what Job says is, God, I realize I've shrunk you down to my ability to comprehend instead of realizing that you're greater. Yeah. 
Job has an awakening, and I want you to have this awakening right now. I want you to realize before you leave here today that the God you serve is bigger than any of your petty issues. All of this stuff is temporary. God is eternal, and your relationship with God is eternal. God is greater. Second thing happens in the text is that when Job realizes that God is greater and he has this awakening, Job goes into a moment of anguish. His anguish hits him. In verse 6, he says, therefore I bore myself and I repent in the dust and in the ashes. God, I feel anguished because I know that I have not thought correctly about you. God, I'm anguished. I want to just say this, saints. At some point in your life, you've got to be willing to be self-reflective enough to realize when you're wrong. You've got to be self-reflective enough to realize that sometimes you need to be the one to say, I'm sorry. You need the one to be the one to repent. Job didn't do anything wrong to get sick. He didn't do anything wrong to have loss in his life. But what he did wrong was he stopped believing that the God he served was able to take care of him and work it out in his life. Sometimes you got to know that even when you can't see God working, God is still working. Real quick, I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing. Third thing happens in the text is God does something that's interesting. Job has three friends. Eliphaz, the Tenzamite, Bildad, and Shulite. Three friends. They each come to him. The three friends come to him, they stand by him. The three friends are there, they're by his side. But all of them are talking junk about God. And these three friends are saying things about God. The first friend comes up, and, and when Eliphaz comes up, when Eliphaz goes on this mystic kind of vision that he's had, and he says, I need you to understand that I've received proof that suffering is never unmerited. In other words, what did you do that you're going through what you're going through? Stop right there. Because some of you live by the notion that when people go through, it's because they've done something wrong. They've committed some sin. But going through is not a sin. Going through is not because you've done something wrong. Yes, some people have to deal with the fruit of seeds that they've sown. But in many cases, you go through as a part of the vicissitudes of life. Just living is going to make you have to go through. The sun shines on the just as well as the unjust. The rain falls on the just as well as the unjust. Accidents happen to the just and the unjust. Sometimes it's just life, baby. But here, you read the text closely enough, and I don't have time to read it all right now. I recommend you go back and read it. God comes down in verse 7. After God had finished talking with Job, the Bible says he turned to Eliphaz the Tenemite. And he says to him, I've had it with you and your two friends. I'm reading the message Bible, so read a little different. He says, I'm fed up. 
I've had it with you and your buddies. I'm fed up. Wait a minute. It got to me. Why did God go to Eliphaz when everybody had been talking junk? Watch this. I happen to believe God spoke to him individually first because it was his first words that led others to chime in saying the same thing. And folks started co-signing on his original ignorance. So God said, let me put you in check, homeboy. You are wrong. What you said was foul, not just to me. What you said to Job was wrong. Now, I thought I'd bless somebody with this one right here. Look at the person next to your neighbor. Even your enemies and your frenemies will have to come back and repent. There's some folk God's going to make have to say, I was wrong. There's some folk God's going to make have to admit they were out of order. There's some folk God's going to make have to say, I mistreated you. And the reason God makes them do that, because if they're really the good person they've been saying that they are, then they'll want to make it right with you. And if they don't, it's because they're not the person that they said they wanted to be. Because anybody that wants to be righteous wants to be right with other people. And they're willing to say, I I'm sorry. I don't have time to finish this, so let me rush. Let me rush because you know, I could work right here. Because it's interesting that God tells him, say, look here. No, I want you to offer this offering up in front of Job. I want Job to see your offering. I want Job to see what you did. I, I want to help somebody right here. Look at somebody. Say, neighbor, I'm going to get to watch this. I'm going to get a chance to watch this. I'm going to get the chance to watch this because somebody needs to say it. Somebody needs to acknowledge it that I know that I was trying to do right. I may not have been perfect, but I was trying to do right. I may not have dotted every I and crossed every T, but I was trying to do right. And I just need somebody to acknowledge the rightness of my effort. Even though I wasn't perfect, I was trying. Would somebody just tell me, you're okay. I realize you've been trying. And because you've been trying, God acknowledges it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. God makes them offer atonement. That's what it was. It was atonement. He makes them offer atonement. But, but I, I'm closing. I'm closing. I, I got. I got to leave you with this one. Bible says that when God spoke to them, here's what God says to them. God says, uh, He says, my He says, sacrifice a burnt offering on your on your own behalf. My friend Job will pray for you. Wait a minute. My friend Job will pray for Y'all missed it. My friend Job will pray 
for you. Y'all missed it again. Job, aren't you the one that's been suffering? Aren't you the one who's lost your children? Aren't you the one who's had your wife turn? Job, aren't you the one that people have been talking about sitting in sackcloth and ashes? But here God is calling you my friend. I wish somebody get this right here. I need to help somebody. I don't care what you go through. Don't you ever think that God stopped loving you. Don't you ever believe that God doesn't care because God is in relationship with you. You're still his friend. Even if you're going through something, he still loves you. Even when you're in the valley, he still loves you. Even when you're down and out, he still loves you. Even when you're in the hospital, he still loves you. Even when you're sick, he still loves you. Even when you're crawled up in a fetal position, he still loves you loves you. Okay. Time's up. Gotta stop. Y'all, do y'all want this last little piece here? Can I? Just, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. I, I, I'll come back. I promise I will. I'll come back. But just one more thing. He said he'll pray for you. He gonna pray for you. And I will accept his prayer. Come here, come here, come here. Y'all might miss that. I ain't listening to your prayer right now. But I'll accept his prayer. Watch this. Because his prayer will release you from the debt you owe to him. Stay with me. And if he does not have enough God in him to pray for his frenemies, then I don't have enough God in me to bless him in spite of his enemies. I'm bless your head up. If you can't pray for your enemies, then God said, you can't release what I've got for you because a part of me releasing what I have for you is your ability to pray for those that despitefully use you. In your ability to release the debt from those that owe you. When you release them, I'll open up the windows of heaven and I'll bless you. Look at somebody now say, neighbor, I'm getting ready to release it. I got some blessings held up. I'm getting ready to release it. I'm getting ready to get my double blessing. I'm getting ready to get my double favor. I'm getting ready to get my double anointing. I'm getting ready to get blessings on blessings. Favor upon favor. Joy upon joy. Happiness upon happiness. It's my time to get double favor. Come on, bless God. Come on, bless God. Come on, bless God.